0: Thanks for joining us for the special Mid-East Prophecy Edition of In Spirit and Truth with Pastor J.D. Farag of Calvary Chapel, Kaneohe. Pastor J.D. shares the Mid-East Prophecy Update from an Arab perspective as he connects the dots of current events geopolitically with last day's prophecies biblically. It is our belief that the next event on God's prophetic clock is the rapture of the Church of Jesus Christ. It is our hope that these Bible prophecy updates will not only ready you and steady you for his return, but that they will also encourage you to share the gospel with others in order that the rapture will not be as a thief in the night. As Pastor J.D. says often, now is the time to get people to Jesus and get Jesus to people. However you can, and as often as you can, because Jesus' return is very near. As Pastor J.D. continues to give these messages, events are happening on the biblical prophecy calendar more quickly. We need to all be ready. Now don't forget to stay with us after today's prophecy update to learn how you can become a Facebook friend or watch the weekly prophecy update on YouTube. Now here's Pastor J.D. with today's prophecy update as shared on June 6th, 2021.
1: You know at first it's two against ten, but it wouldn't be long before it became two against over 600,000. You do the math. They were the only two. That's what fear does. So all they had to hear was this report from the ten, and it spread. Hey, do you hear? Do you hear what they, they said about the land? No. Yeah. No way. Way. <laughs> we better take the jab. Can you connect those dots? Why? Why? Well, I, I don't. I don't want to die. So, that's what fear does, doesn't it? Where are the Joshuas and the Caliphs who believe and have the faith unflinching in their fearlessness? This is what I mean by the prophet Jeremiah find it very interesting that God would say to him, you you do not be afraid of them. You do not be in fear of them. You're going to tell them what I'm going to put in your mouth, the words to speak to them. And it's not going to be what they want to hear, but you're going to speak it anyway. And don't be afraid about what they say when you do. Because if you fear man, then I will make you fear them, and that's the trap. No, you fear me, the fear of the Lord. To fear man is a trap. And this is what I mean by fearlessly addressing this evil vaccination push and going against the crowd. I've lost a lot of friends. Of course, that presupposes I had friends to begin with, but <laughs> I do still have some friends. You know, oftentimes I <laughs> I think it would just be so much easier were I to just go along to get along. And, but I cannot. I fear the Lord, man. I don't fear man. Man. (laughs) I think of the Apostle Paul. He he was a humble man, you know, and he humbled himself and he asked for prayer. And he was very specific when he asked for prayer. He asked for prayer for boldness. This is the Apostle Paul we're talking about. You, Paul, boldness? Are you kidding me? Yeah. And I would covet your prayers for boldness and continued fearlessness. I have to say that and this is not hyperbole. It's, it seems that with each passing day it's getting infinitely more difficult. Just last Tuesday, I heard about this Tuesday night at our prayer meeting. It's this COVID-19 vax squad bus here on Oahu. You know what they're doing? Oh, you didn't hear? They're jabbing children without parental consent. As you might imagine, this has infuriated many parents, and rightfully so, so much so, A parental watchdog group submitted a notice of liability letter from the Council for Restorative Justice explaining that they violated a plethora of ethics codes for failing to adequately provide informed consent. So after the prayer meeting Tuesday night, I went home and cried. (laughs) and I told my wife about this and she start, I shouldn't have done that. Oh, she got so upset. So she started doing some research on it. And um, actually, before this all happened, our daughter <laughs> was going to be required to take a shot for, I hope I get this right, HPV virus. Okay, I'm right? Yeah. You know what that is? That is a sexually transmitted disease. She was 12. And I'll tell you, my wife, what a woman. (laughs) It's my girl. She's like, no. That was then. This is now. And they're doing this without parental consent? Why? Does that not strike you as odd? Why the push? What's the rush? And young people? Do you know of even one young person that died of COVID-19? I don't. Hmm. I will not keep my mouth shut. I cannot. This is evil. This is pure evil. If you'll kindly allow me to, I want to pose two questions that I think all of us would do well to consider. Here's the first question. If you are put in a position where you're faced with the no jab, no job, or no jab, no entry threat, are you going to believe God's promise to provide, or are you going to cave into fear? Question number two. If you have taken the jab, Are you now going to trust the Lord regardless of whether or not you've had any adverse effects or not? Here's the bottom line. We are all now at our own Kadesh Barnea, and we're going to have to make a decision as to who it is that we're going to listen to. Fear or faith? Our faith is even now being tested like never before. Do you know what that means? That means that we must now trust the Lord like never before like never before. I don't care how big those numbers are in the land. They keep putting those numbers on the television screen. Turn it off! Did you notice the shift? I just, I'm just i digressing here, just indulge me. Did you notice the shift when this thing first started? The number of cases 200,000, 300,000, deaths 600,000, and the vaccine comes out. Uh, Let's give credit to where credit is due. And by the way, I don't fear man when I say this, but it was Donald J. Trump who started this vaccine, Operation Warp Speed. And as soon as the vaccine came out, hmm, there was a shift. I'm not looking at the numbers of the cases anymore. I'm looking at the numbers of the vaccinated now. Hmm, that's the anakim. Those are the giants. Because that's the fear. That's the ten. That's not the two. That's not the Caleb and the Joshua. That's called faith. Faith comes how? By hearing the Word of God, the promises of God. Do you know how many promises there are in God's Word? And that's what God's Word is, God's Word. I know that's deeply profound. God has given you His Word. You know, if I say to you, I'll give you My Word. I promise you, I'll give you My Word. This is what God says, I I give you My Word. I cannot go back on My Word. I have promised you this. God cannot break a promise. You know, These updates have been getting harder and harder. Some of you are looking at me like, hard for you? How about us? This is really hard on us. I know. I make no apologies. And I think about the disciples. It was actually Peter who said that Jesus, actually Jesus asked the disciples because all the multitudes had started bailing after a hard teaching. And Jesus looks at the disciples and says, are you guys going to bail on me too? And Peter's response is, which tells me he thought about it. Because he says, where else are we going to go? Oh, you you thought about where else could you go? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. You alone have the word of truth, the word of life. The bread of life. I'm going to continue doing these prophecy updates every week for as long as the Lord gives me breath. And I'm going to continue every week ending with the gospel of Jesus Christ. And I'm going to end every week with a simple childlike explanation of salvation with the ABCs of salvation. What's the gospel? It's the good news that Jesus Christ was crucified and buried and rose again on the third day, and He's coming back again one day to take us out of this Christ-rejecting evil world, to take us to the place He promised us. By the way, please, the promised land is not synonymous with heaven. The promised land, is, and we're going to see this in Hebrews 3, is synonymous with all of the promises that are ours for the taking, if we would but believe. But that was His promise. I promise you, I'd go to prepare a place for you. In my Father's house, there are many dwelling places, mansions, Reminds me of that one pastor who said, you know, it's like the guy who wants to take his gold to heaven. And he shows up and God looks at him and goes, what's that? Oh, it's gold. To which the Lord responds, why are you bringing asphalt? The streets are gold here. What are you doing? (laughs) Just to put it into perspective. But that was his promise. I promise you, and if it were not so, I would not have told you. I would not have made this promise to you. I go to prepare a place for you that where I am there, you will be also. It's the bridal chamber that he's preparing for us. He's going to snatch us away as his bride, as a thief in the night and take us to this place that He's prepared for us. That's the good news, the gospel. The ABCs are, again, just a simple childlike explanation of salvation. The A is for admit or acknowledge that you've sinned. You're a sinner. It's when we acknowledge that we're a sinner that we acknowledge our need for the Savior. Romans 3.10 says there is no one righteous, not even one. Romans 3.23 tells us why. It's because all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. We've all transgressed. We've all missed the mark. Now there's a penalty, and this is the bad news. And the bad news in Romans 6.23 is that the wages of sin is death. We all have been sentenced to death because all have sinned. We were all born sinners, which is why we must be born again, Jesus said, to enter the kingdom of heaven. That's the bad news, the death penalty. Here's the good news. Somebody will go to your death in your place. His name, Jesus and He will pay in full your debt, your sin debt. He will go to the cross in your place, and His blood will be shed in your stead. There is no remission of sin without the shedding of blood. And so He dies for us instead of us, and then gives to us, a gift he paid for. And that gift is the gift of God and its eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. The B is simply for believe in your heart that Jesus Christ is Lord and that God raised Him from the dead. This is Romans 10, 9, and 10. It says, if you believe in your heart that God raised Jesus from the dead, you will be saved. And the C, lastly, is for call upon the name of the Lord, or as Romans 10, 9, and 10 also says, if you confess with your mouth, Jesus is Lord, and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved, for it is with your heart that you believe and are justified, and it is with your mouth that you confess and are saved. And Romans 10.13 lastly says, all who call upon the name of the Lord will be saved. It's that simple. I want to share with you something very exciting. My dear friends Jim and Chris Cote of the Master's Touch have a new ABC's of Salvation mailer that you can have mailed to loved ones at no cost. No cost to you. So, if you select the ABC's at the top of the menu bar and the send postcard tab, it will take you to this five by seven postcard that will be mailed to up to five people. And by the way, some of you are looking at this card going, is this anonymously? Yes. (laughs) Good, because on the front it says, the most important decision of your life showing somebody refusing vaccination. Then on the back it will say, is eternal life. And it's as simple as ABC. And then it has the ABCs of salvation. And for those that want to follow up, they are directed to the website. The ones we know of that were sent back, they would say something like this, I went out to the mail and I got this postcard that you sent me. They think I sent it. (laughs) I'll be the bad guy, right? And I recommitted my life to Jesus Christ. I went out to the mail and I, I got your postcard. And the Lord had really been speaking to my heart. And I gave my life to Jesus Christ because of it. And those are just the ones we know. We have no idea. I'll just end this way, I guess. Um, Man, if you've never called upon the name of the Lord, believing in your heart, putting your trust in Him for the forgiveness of sin, I don't know what else to say. Today is the day of salvation. Do not put off or delay even a moment longer the most important decision of your life for eternal life. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, and I'm going to keep telling you, Jesus is coming for us any time now. I'm going to keep saying that every week. There will be one week where I will not say it, (laughs) because I won't be here, and you better not be here either. (laughs) He is coming. Thank you, Lord. Lord, I pray for anyone that has heard you speak very clearly into their lives, And this is very real. Lord, I pray that today they would surrender to You, call upon You, believe in You. Lord, I thank You for the gift of eternal life. I thank You for Bible prophecy, for telling us in Your Word, promising us in Your Word, and informing us about what the world is going to look like at the time of the end, before you return. Because in so doing now, we're, we're looking at what's happening in the world, and it is exactly as you said it would be. Lord, I thank you that there's still time, though very short, to get as many people to you and you to as many people as we possibly can. Lord, thank you. Thank you for eternal life. Thank you for the gospel. Thank you for dying for our sins. And Lord, come quickly. Maranatha. In Jesus' name, amen.
0: The end of the world is going to happen and it might be closer than we think. There's much happening in the world around us that ties into the predictions made in the Bible. With the number of events occurring, though, it can be difficult to keep up with it all. Pastor J.D. Farag has taken it upon himself to help us out with that. Each week, Pastor J.D. takes an in-depth look at what Scripture has to say about the end times and then pairs them with the current events of the week. These Mid-East Prophecy Updates are available for free to you through our website, inspiritandtruthradio.com. You'll find them as well on our YouTube channel, and we update them each week to give you the latest information. These messages are useful to us to be able to keep Jesus' ultimate kingdom goal at the front of our minds. Jesus came to earth to offer love and forgiveness to each person, He completed his mission when he died on the cross for our sins, and then defeated death by rising again. Jesus has charged each one of us who confess to follow him with a simple task. Go into the world and share the good news of his life. As the end draws even closer, we need to adopt a sense of urgency in getting the word out. We hope you will use these Mideast Bible prophecy updates to draw closer to Jesus, allowing Him to speak through you to the world around you. Once again, you'll find these prophecy updates by visiting inspiritandtruthradio.com and clicking the link to our YouTube channel. Join us again for truth from God's Word right here on In Spirit and Truth.